Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I'm super excited about this episode today because my guest is a powerhouse and you are absolutely going to love her. So let me introduce Georgiana. She's a service-based business owner, a course creator, and a business mentor, and she helps women start online businesses so they can have more freedom in their lives something that she created for herself to be able to travel the world. Yes, you heard that right. Mm -hmm. And raise and homeschool her toddlers. She teaches about making money first in your business services and all things marketing and funnels. And she's also the host of the free Happy and Thriving online business and marketing podcast. So make sure you check that out. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here with you. I can't even believe we're having this conversation. Thank you for having me. And thank you to everyone listening in. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. And I just love that you just shared right before we got started that you have a podcast, which I love. Go check that out, everyone. But this is your first interview on somebody else's podcast. And I have to confess, I did a little prayer before I started. And I said to myself this, I'm nervous, but I'm here to serve. So the nerves are kind of gone because I'm here to just share, share my story, have a conversation with you. I love your podcast. I love what you share. I love your guests. So to be on your podcast is such an honor. Thank you for having me. And yeah, nerves aside, maybe they'll show up a bit, but I'm here to serve and just share. I love it. Well, you know, I always love talking to women who truly have set and crushed some big goals. And I know many of our listeners, I used to say are sitting in their cubes at their office, but they might be sitting at home right now, dreaming (laughs) of a different life. And What I love about your little short bio and your story is that it seems that you have been able to really create that for yourself. So tell me about your quest to travel the world and homeschool your your kids. How did that happen and how did you get that done? So back in 2012, I was graduating university in in England, where I'm based with my boyfriend then, who's my husband now. And the normal the normal path should have been to get a corporate job in marketing. But my husband came across on YouTube the concept of internet marketing. And we had traveled a little bit as students and we kind of just like thought, wow, this would be cool. Can we do more of this? And then we thought, hold on, we could get a marketing graduate job or we could do marketing online. It was quite new in England, the concept then. Mm-hmm. And literally we we went for it. It was just so like a start into like the unknown and definitely our parents were like terrified but we started it at the time because we wanted to travel to be nomads we literally for four years we lived off a carry-on luggage so that we don't pay too much (laughs) so it's not like we are super like rich but we did it we traveled airbnb hotels of course crashed sometimes with our parents all through an online business i started selling 
services online, literally freelancing. I started with that quite, quite quick, which is kind of what allowed me to start. It didn't make a fortune straight away, but it started there. And as we progressed and in our lives as well, we knew we wanted to get married to start a family. And I knew since I was a little girl that I wanted to homeschool my children. Mm. And now with the business, I knew that if I keep this going and I make it in such a way that I make sure I continue to make money from home, that dream can become a reality. And it hasn't always been easy. And in fact, in the first two year, four years, I had twice bridge jobs because every time I had to come back and live for a little bit in London, especially because my husband has a different business, still online, sometimes he had to do events in London. The money I was making were in London money because mm-hmm. everything is so expensive there. So I had to get a bridge jobs, but I promise you, I couldn't give up because now I was close to, I'm, I'm engaged, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have children. My last bridge job, I quit on my honeymoon because <laughs> I I literally was going to like, I already booked the honeymoon for longer than I had annual leave. And I, did, I didn't have anything. I had a conversation with a client for maybe a couple of in dollars with maybe like $500, that's it. But I was like, this is happening because now I, I was all that time an entrepreneur, but maybe once for ta- four months, once six months, I was in a job, but it was the pool. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to get pregnant, to have a baby, to homeschool. And I was like, I don't know how, but this is working for me. That's been my biggest pull to first the traveling and living, which mm-hmm. we did. And I'm so grateful for that because as life changed now with the little ones, we're like, oh, remember when we traveled? And it was all through this. So for me, my business is for my life. It's like mm. the way around. I love the money it creates to do things, but mm. I have said no to so much money because it wouldn't have allowed me to either travel or to, to be home with the little ones. That's in a nutshell, my, my story. And helping other moms do the same. I, I I cry when I hear somebody that says, oh, I can just, you know, be a little bit more with my little one or maybe mm-hmm. breastfeed longer if I want because I don't need to go back in or I don't need to leave them somewhere I'm not comfortable or I can just take a moment. You know, those things, because it's not like it's fairy tales working from home. Sometimes it's hard, but it's that real stuff that matters. That's That's what I'm most passionate about. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I love this because you were actually able to reverse engineer almost your life. Like you're not living to work, you're working to live. And so many of the women entrepreneurs that I talk with, they leave their nine to five because they want freedom. And that's a great cause. They want to be able to pick up their kids at school And then they build a business or a life that they're paying somebody else to pick up their kids or they're rushing to go pick up their kids in the carpool line and they're annoyed because they're missing some meeting and it, it they've created something that isn't conducive to why they left. And so I love that you were able to create it so that you can still enjoy your life. So how do you set those boundaries or that work time so that you're business doesn't interfere with your life? I'll be very honest. I don't think I have it perfect. I'm still on the quest of figuring it out, honestly, because there's two things here. There's where I want the business to be, which ultimately it's all for 
my life's purpose, my family, our well-being, financial time, everything for what I contribute to that. But also there is this other part of the life I have to live. I won't say I have it figured it out. Like I definitely have a lot of frantic moments. Like, oh my goodness, it's all over like the place a day. But what I can say that I genuinely did, um, and I'll share some raw, raw stories about it, is just deciding that, this is a great opportunity and this could make a lot of money and this is mm-hmm. going to take me far, but this is going to take me away from the goal. One of the things that looked like that for me was in 2017, where having the first baby turned to be a lot more difficult than I thought with a lot of just um, issues <laughs> along the way. And mm-hmm. I was building an agency a marketing agency. I'm a marketing consultant on the service side of my business. And it was working. I picked up some people like I've worked with over the years that was really working. We're getting things going, but I lost the pregnancy Well, more than one and my stress Mm. level was so high. And I was like, you know what? Dial back. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't need all that money to survive. I just need to make good money from home so that I don't need to go get a job to pay my bills, to to live well, to feel like I'm comfortable. So I, that was a huge part in my career in 2017 when I said no, and I worked for that to get it there. And I just dialed back and I said, no, no, I'm going to keep that this way. And I kept on, it's like, it's, it's like, um, I was really being tested of what I really want because it was like that period that I was getting calls after calls. And I think in a period of like maybe three months or so, I like kept on rejecting things that were like 10K a month, 20K a month. I was like, wow, what's that? But I kept on having to say, it's not possible because I can't do it alone. And you know what? I feel in my heart, I should just do what I can handle and rest and have my baby. And I did. I had my baby. And then, you know, you know what I mean? And it was actually kind of all of recent once my second one was a little bit older as well. I was like, oh, maybe I like to build that agency. Maybe like I like to ignite the dream. So that's an example of how I did it. Truthfully, it doesn't mean I'm not saying that saying no to the money is the way I still think I have that figured out. I still think that in the process, I could have have more abundance in my mindset and said, no, 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 I can have both lots of money and growth and the freedom. And I think along the way, I've learned a lot about that. And it was a lot of uh, inspiration women like yourself, Sarah, and lots of other mm-hmm. women in the space that are saying you can have it all as in you can have your family life how you want it. And you can grow, you just have to be super open to it and then figure out how. Yeah. So for me, it was more of okay, what do I love more? What can I add more and grow? And there's many things you add, courses and coaching and at different levels to your business. And, uh, you know, there's freedom and there's growth in money. So that's kind of what, and I continuously do it. I continuously say no to things. And I continue, and I'm continuously trying to find this balance, but there's like this, I think that the key for everyone listening, because not everyone will have the same desire, but the key is tapping into that non-negotiable desire that you're mm-hmm. feeling trapped if you can't. And that looks different for everybody. Yeah. And when you feel that, there's, I think I was um, learning somewhere about this with, um, in a coaching program that 
There's nothing quiet when you have that fight or flight thing in you, because oftentimes when we fight for something because we need to, like we need to pay the bills or we lose our home or something, we bring the best in us. Later on, when we're comfortable and we need to grow, can be a little bit harder to bring back that fire that made us make things out of nothing. So for me, that fire is continuously, what's my non-negotiable? My non-negotiable is freedom. Like I got to support myself from home and it can't be, it can't even be a nine to five from home because that wouldn't work around what I build with my little ones and with my husband, who's also working his business from home. So we share uh, and it's mostly just us with some help from grandparents, but and that's my non-negotiable. Like if something falls, a fire ignites. I think that's what can work for everyone. They're non-negotiable. You will fight through something to get to what you what you need. Yeah, I love it. And I love that you're so grounded in the non-negotiables. You truly understand your why. And I think many times people start a business and they're like, oh, I need to have this or I need to have freedom. Or, or they lie to themselves and say, I just want to help people. But in reality, they want to have freedom. And so I love that you have that, that true foundation and rock. And whatever listeners out there, whatever your reason for starting your business is or leaving your nine to five or chasing your dreams, that's okay. And so, so many times I notice that women say, well, it's not about the money, but it really is. And It's okay to say I'm quitting my job because I want to have more money and I want to build an empire and that's okay. But many times there are naysayers out there and you mentioned this, your families, you're in your husband's families when you wanted to travel the world. So how did you navigate that when they were maybe not as supportive of your journey? (laughs) First, I want to be so honest. First, chaos. (laughs) So anybody that's in chaos doesn't think that it takes some sort of thing. Um, It's, I I think one of the things I feel very blessed with, and I listened into the last um, interview that you also had with Coach Farah, right? Mm -hmm. That you talked about this, is not doing it alone. There was a blessing in the fact that both my husband and I were doing it. Although we're doing different businesses, we were both doing online businesses and directly, he was my boyfriend, and directly affecting each other, which meant that if one had to go back to London to get a job, it affected the fact that our business Mm -hmm. could pay to be in Portugal, where Airbnbs were like a great price and we could live in freedom. So we had to keep ourselves together um there's a and that i think that helped with the mindset it -hmm. took a long time uh, to grasp the fact that our families weren't trying to hurt us so that's Mm. the main thing i want to share with anybody they're just afraid because they know especially if you started as fresh as we did before we really had a grasp of what finances will mean for your life and how they can that's why what you just said money is important Mm -hmm. we like we can't help people if we can't pay our rent through which we come online and help people and all the other things right so I think that that came later where I'm like oh it's okay I understand you're just trying to protect me you aren't trying to tell me I can't Right. And even if I wish you said this or that, I know you loved me and supported me because they still didn't desert us. Like when we turned at the door because the money finished and we waited for the next payment, they didn't kick us out. But 
that was like, that's just, I think something that comes later, but if you can grasp that from the beginning and say, you just love me, you're just trying mm-hmm. to protect me. I think that helps inside. And the second thing, honestly, is, well, for me, I for me, it was that we were doing it together. I think we support it. So if you can find someone, but if not, a lot was personal development. Yeah. I haven't actually heard coaches, even people you watch on YouTube, listen on podcasts. I haven't heard many people share their story of entrepreneurship where they had the whole family support them. It's a blessing if they did. Mm-hmm. But I think most people are afraid of entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and that's why they they are afraid for you. And there's the other side. Obviously, you may have even people that are afraid mm-hmm. because you're doing it and they wanted to do it, but they think that. So there's many elements sort through that. But for me, that's why it was. It wasn't always easy. And I definitely have cried yeah. and got upset with my parents because they were more like empowering, but they did support me. They picked me up when it was hard. And yeah. so the same on my husband's side. Um, yeah. And the rest I think was just for that, but cementing into, we are listening to so much personal development. I mean, I, I wasn't missing a Marie for Leo website the, <laughs> the episode at the time and just like general, like, you know, personal development, which I think helped because it was helping me see another world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is you brought this up that I think so many people are afraid of entrepreneurship. And I think when people see you do doing something as like a family member, it comes from a place of caring, like you mentioned and love, Mm -hmm. but it does bring up fears of their own. Like, well, what if, what if they don't get a paycheck? What if this happens? What if they lose their house? What if they can't pay for health insurance for their kids and da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. And so those fears come from their place of insecurity as well. And somebody said this on one of my podcasts, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not creating this uh, quote myself, but they, they shared that the paycheck is like a drug. It's like the drug that your employer gives you Mm -hmm. every week to keep you coming back because you know, it's going to be there. It's really safe. They take care of your taxes for you. And it's really a safety net. And a lot of people, especially from the older generation, they've worked for the same company their whole life. And so they've always had companies who are providing for them. Maybe they're giving them pensions and that's just simply not the case anymore. There's not as much company loyalty to employees. Mm -hmm. And so I think they have this sense of security because it was there for them, Yeah, but that's not there any longer. So I love that you shared that, you know, it was chaos at first. (laughs) And probably even more so because you both were doing it. If he had gone and got like a regular job or you had got a regular job and he was doing this, he might have been a little more supportive, but. Yeah. And, and honestly, here's the truth though. And I'm not, we're not claiming this. So if our family will listen to this, it's not like we're trying to claim it, but we were in 2012, pretty much the first in our family, apart from an uncle of mine that was already an entrepreneur with his wife kind the whole time and was giving us some advice. Today, pretty much almost our entire immediate family are entrepreneurs. My mom wow. started a restaurant. Uh, my husband's mom is an entrepreneur. His brothers are entrepreneurs. Two of his brothers are entrepreneurs. A lot of like our entire family. And of course, not just for us, because so much has moved since 2012 in this space. However, it's also, I think that there, and now when we talk to them, actually, we talk about the same things. Oh, but you know, you work a little bit 
extra sometimes, but you're your own boss. Now I'm thinking these conversations <laughs> that we still have in 2012 and used to think they are they are crazy. And it's a matter of sometimes mm-hmm. seeing something you believe in. For our age, in our generation, we believed in the stories we saw on YouTube mm-hmm. from people, you know, over the pond because we are seeing for us here in England, mostly people in America starting this. And it felt so far away, especially for our parents, when we're pulling a video saying, look, they did it. We can do it. It didn't feel like real. Now it's more and more real. So it's it's kind of depends what you can hang on to. Yeah. What you can relate and believe to. The more people you see now, if you oh, but you know, my my brother or my friend or started a business, the more you start to see Mm-hmm. to see the risk and the benefit of business right and yeah. and and to kind of just balance it out and just as you said definitely employment is not what it was and mm-hmm. also it is possible to create some level of stability in your business yeah. i think that a job is not guaranteed you can turn up tomorrow to your job and i can say you're fired their company can go down they are entrepreneurs yeah. too the same way you can lose a client, you can have something happen, your your launch might not work or your book might not sell, but you can you can create stability. You you can yeah. ultimately work towards stability. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's really important is like working towards it. And what I also love that you talked about is there were times in your business where you had to go get, did you call it a bridge job? Like yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like to think it wasn't like wasn't real. So I'm not yeah. calling it the job. <laughs> I hope you didn't tell the job. employer that though. Like this is just my bridge job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but and I'm what, allergic to the word boss, so I've never allowed anybody to say boss. I'm like I'm a boss. This is my manager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is that many people they they want to leave their nine to five, so they create a side hustle. And one of the things that I've always encouraged is quit your nine to five, create your side hustle and have a side hustle. So I I don't know if you have this over there in England, but in the United States, they have like these jobs, these apps that you can go on and you could go be a server at somebody's wedding and drop off food and you could be a bartender. And so sometimes that nine to five, because you're locked into whatever the hours are and what job really is nine to five, they're usually like eight to 11 at night, but Mm -hmm. um, you're locked into those hours and you have to be on and, you know, some companies track what you're doing on the computer. Sometimes it might be better to quit that job, create a side hustle and have a side hustle for your side hustle. Yeah, 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 exactly. Definitely. And so, so many people do that constantly. It's also sometimes that you're not allowed to be seen on social media Mm -hmm. and you do all of this hidden in the and secret, which I've yeah. done. The two British jobs that I've had were in the office. Um, it was mostly because I was trying to reference into apartments, which here in England is another thing, yeah. very in line with what you just said. I once, uh, the last apartment that I did with a job that we had in London, I got the job. I signed the contract the day after I went and rented with my husband this apartment. So we both, he was still in self-employed in business, but mine wasn't. My wasn't working at that level. So yeah. we had to kind of bring more income. So I had this job because his business was so kind of like on and requiring yeah. a lot of him. 
And that day, the day after I went and signed the contract, as self-employed since, this is the second house we run fully as self-employed, I have to provide about two to three years of tax records. So three years ago, I had to make the money that I'm making today to rent this big family home, which I'm so grateful for. But in that employment, which really was a tiny business who I worked for that wasn't that like stable. And I don't think they are anymore. I'm not even sure, but I don't think they're anymore in business. I only needed one day in the contract. That's like kind of the crazy way the world still works, if that makes sense, right? Uh, But they they were in the office jobs. Um, and they did take a lot. To be honest, they did take a lot out of me. The last one was so bad. And this, I'm not a, I'm not a person that thrives on the negative, but I have to be honest, this was so bad that it ignited a fire in me. Oh, I love it. <laughs> my, my husband had a really bad um, internship during university. Like they treated him badly he made the decision then that he's going to be his own boss. He always puts it this way. I'm still running from that company. Yeah. I was like, no, I want positive reinforcement. My first bridge job was so much money. They doubled my salary in the first month, mainly because I asked for too little. And I was like, oh, but that was easy. You know, yeah. like the second one was so toxic. I was like, yeah. it's not happening. This is not happening. So one thing, but I'm not saying that you need to have it bad though. I'm not saying you have it bad, but if you can run away from something, like don't underestimate the fire it can ignite in you. Like yeah. how you can be like, I'm going to create this and more. Like you can't tell me. Because I'm never going myself. back there. <laughs> exactly. I still think about it. I'm still excited that like I made the money and more. I'm like, yeah. you couldn't pay five of me now to work there. <laughs> But, but a bridge job also, when you think like a bridge job in terms of like working in a bar, working that, it, that that's definitely so much freeing. If it's flexible, if you mm. can make money for me, honestly, for me at the beginning, starting with services was that I was doing all like at the beginning of my business, I was doing everything. I was typing, I was typing um, audio transcripts. I was like putting data in spreadsheets. I did every part of like just random. I was proofreading, I was editing, I was writing this. I was, it's just like I was pulling all sorts of things yeah. in a way you couldn't think I would go somewhere. Sometimes I was working for $8 an hour, but to me it was like, yes, $8 an hour, but from home. Yep. To me, that's triple. And that those were the first, first, you know, first year, but also kind of sometimes went in the first four years, more or less, it wasn't all like really good money. I had to learn and build it later to that. So another thing I would say, and definitely do what is the best thing to start your goal as soon as possible, but there are a lot of opportunities online, a mm-hmm. lot that, that bringing money like a job, mm-hmm. but they're still kind of like from home. Yeah. Yeah. And how would you go about finding those? Like if you wanted that to be your side hustle while you're building something, what would you suggest? I'll tell you how I did it back in 2012. And I still teach this a lot. Mm -hmm. I want, so if you want a side hustle online, you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like the services I would like pretty much every single skill 
every single skill one has can be a service. And yeah. that can be whether you are good at photography and you can go and photograph someone, maybe not a professional level or like help someone film reels, or it can be whether you are going to help someone order their things online. So be a, a virtual assistant or a personal assistant, or it can be whether you're good at editing or it can be, a, you know, whether you're good in a software. Or as I said, I was doing everything. I was transcribing people's things. I was just like, just all everything that can pull together to start making that $1,000, $2,000. So what I would do, um, I have a freebie, if mm-hmm. if you're okay for yeah. me to mention it. It's called the Simple Service Offer. And in this, I really help you to brainstorm everything you're passionate about. Or you know, you may be an admin in your, your job. You may, whatever you're doing in your job. And then I direct everybody to start with this freelance platforms. Doesn't mean yeah. you need to work there, but I call them the fruit and veggie market. Oh, I love it. (laughs) How I think about it. Sarah, let's say we go into a fruit and veggie market, right? Mm -hmm. I like like the ones in Spain. My family lives (laughs) in Spain. And they're full of avocados and apples and bananas and things. What's the one thing we see for sure there? There are people selling fruit and veggies and there are people buying fruit and veggies. Some are organic and well-priced. Some are super cheap. But if you see there, they start their shift at five. And I think they start they stop at one, at least in my favorite one in Spain, 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. You're going to see business happening. So mm-hmm. if you have ever thought about selling fruit and veggies, there's so much you can learn there. Whether how you're going to price yourself, whether you're going to just, you know, sell bananas because you have somewhere where you can source them or something. So I think I would go on all these platforms. Since I started, there are so many, but. I worked a lot on people per hour, Upwork, places like that. If you need cash in right now, there isn't a version. Now, you may not even have to go work there because you may already have a good Instagram account or you may have a good network. There's many ways that you you may... You, you may be a lot of people quit their job and don't go back to work either with their employer or people like companies like the employer consulting normally much more flexible for a higher price yeah. doing the same thing like yeah. project management or things like that and so you can not- work on the things you like because you can bid on what you want to do and not work yeah. on the things you don't want Even to a lot of job boards now here in the uk and globally they're mm-hmm. they're, they're actually looking for contractors and sometimes we think that's like so, but really what they mean is we'll pay you a flat we're just not going to commit to the whole thing with you yeah. which is very good for you too there is obviously aside to it it may not depending on where you live may not cover all insurances and all things but if you're looking to bring in money yeah. I, what works for me very well is that I was still from home so I have to keep on thinking I had to because we are traveling so yeah. I had to keep on thinking how do I make this money from home yeah and that that kept on turning that and the one thing I want to share here is that easily that can build into your full business. If you can align it in this free PDF, I do share like how to look at your passion. For me was, I love to write. As a little girl, I've always loved to write. Didn't feel qualified. English is my third language. I wasn't like, I wasn't confident I can do it. And everything was requiring, you know, um, native speakers and stuff. I had a lot of blockers internally and outside. Still made some cash with it. Started the business. Mm -hmm. Anyone can do it. I love it. I love it. And I just love your passion for making it happen. I think that so many times when people set out to achieve their goals, they get discouraged and you tend to just 
find a way. And I encourage all our listeners to do the same. Now, if somebody wanted to work with you, how could they find you? And then what could they expect? So I'm at georgianadacosta.com or I'm on Instagram at the Georgiana da Costa or the Free Happy and Thriving Podcast. <laughs> um, the main thing I help with is, uh, so I run a marketing consultancy, but I'm pretty much booked for uh, done for you all throughout the year. But the main thing that I help with, I help predominantly women start an online business. So I have um, the free PDF guide on how to come up with a service offer and see what you could do. I have a two courses, like a challenge of how to get your offer into the world. And then I have a the Make Money with Services Academy where I actually show you how I've been making money with services for all the reasons we chatted about since 2012 yeah. to now. But because in my marketing consultancy, I also do a lot of lead generation and paid ads. I also have courses free and and like high yeah. level programs on growing with low budget paid ads and growing your email list in all the ways and I always teach from my experience I show my things like this is the mm-hmm. funnel I used and things that I work with my clients and they're all on my website oh I love it all right well thank you so much for sharing today I love your story your passion and then also your path to create that freedom for you and your family. And I just love that you didn't give up, even though there were obstacles out there that could have caused you to give up. So thank you so much for being authentic and sharing your story. Thank you for having me. This was so exciting. Thank you so much. It's it's been an honor. Your podcast is absolutely incredible. And to be here with you, it's been an honor. And thank you for everyone listening in. It's such such an honor to be here with you. Uh, Well, thank you. All right, bold goal crushers. It's time to get out there and crush your goals and everything that gets in the way so you don't have to work double time. So get to it. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word goal to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word goal. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.